0: 1,800 years ago, people were required to have a special certificate proving their loyalty to the Roman emperor and to pagan gods. It was called a Certificate of Sacrifice, or libellus, and it sounds a lot like today's COVID health certificates. We're going to dig a little deeper in today's episode and discover both were designed to attack Christianity the latest news, history, and analysis from the perspective of the first Christians. Tune into the FBN, worldwide, 24-7 radio stream. By now, it's becoming clear to even the thickest of dullards that COVID was always about something a lot bigger than just getting the sniffles. Its forced marketing and promotion into the world psyche marked the beginning of a much larger campaign and agenda transcending even monetary concerns. It marked the beginning of a worldwide spiritual war. It doesn't really matter if you're aware of it or not, or even if you care or don't care. It's already happening. For reasons that are only just now beginning to become clear for some people, the Marcionite church banned COVID testing, masks, and RNA COVID injections 10 months ago and issued religious exemption forms. Already that wise decision has uh, shown to have saved many lives. But how did they know to immediately push aside the fear-mongering of fake videos purporting to show people falling over dead on the grimy streets of Wuhan? The shocking graphs and PowerPoint slides extrapolating death tolls in the millions? How did they know to reject the dawning of the new COVID era and what seemed at first to be just a medical phenomenon? Do they have a secret cadre of scientists and soothsayers, mystical prophets tucked away in a smoke-filled secret chamber advising them? No, not at all. You see, they know, just like millions of the pre-Nicene Christians that preceded them, who the enemy is. So tracking down the source on this and what it was leading to was relatively easy. And when the top rabbis in Israel said last year that they were meeting with and having discussions with their Jewish Messiah, and then the backstories of the CEOs of Pfizer and Moderna, once they were established, their identities were established, the size and scope of the satanic COVID scam began to reveal itself and take shape. You've probably heard a lot of statements issued by Carl Schwab over at the World Economic Forum, uh, things about a great financial reset. Now, frankly, the story taken in toto is a little above my pay grade to analyze completely, so I decided to get a little bit of help, and I asked Bishop Andrew Theophilus with the Marcionite Christian Church to Help us out here and give us a little bit of perspective. One of the first things he said is that I could safely ignore the financial angle of the story because what's happening right now transcends money. Now obviously there's a lot to unpack here, but today we just want to focus on some disturbing and eerie similarities between what's happening today and what happened about 1800 years ago over a very unusual two year period. Now, before I get into this, it's important that the COVID fraud be looked at through the prism of what it is. The vaccinations are not only a submission to Satan through proxy, but also submission in essentia. Think about it. Nobody sane is going to roll up their sleeves solely for a flu bug with a 99.99% survival rate. They know there's a quid pro quo involved, and they know it involves their DNA. In fact, RNA is literally in the name of the injection, and that DNA is your code of life, your connection with God, and you're his perfect design. But now you're going to let somebody tinker with it in ways that you don't even understand? Right now that trade is for activities like travel or recreation, but soon that trade will also be mandatory for things like food and shelter. That submission will be documented in the form of a vaccination passport, health uh, certificate, some kind of document, sometimes in the form of an app or an ID card, and you're going to be required to have it with you to engage in regulated activities and access regulated areas. Now, again, it doesn't matter if you agree or disagree, or if this sounds too wild for you. This is all happening anyway, much of it as we speak and just like a tsunami it doesn't care if you stand there and say oh this isn't happening you're going to be crushed and killed anyway all the while standing there with a stupid look on your face in fact the tsunami analogy is quite fitting but what happens right before a tsunami strikes the water just disappearing like the economy jobs our liberties our freedoms Things that we thought were foundational reality, gone seemingly overnight. Everything traveling in one orchestrated direction. And now, it's a barren beach as far as the eye can see. It's eerie, silent, lifeless, unmoving and still. And this is exactly where we are today with the satanic COVID tsunami. We're in that strange period of eerie calm. And if you know anything about tsunamis, you know that right now, right now is the time to get out, get off that beach, and run to high ground. Very high ground. And 1,800 years ago, things were very similar for Christians living in the Roman Empire under the rule of Trajan Decius. The Christians had enjoyed about 50 years of relative peace and safety, going about their lives with a semblance of normalcy. It was quiet, it was calm, it was peaceful. And the year was 249 AD. And Decius, though, he wasn't like um, those other emperors of a century past. He wasn't going to just go around killing and burning Christians in a random haphazard manner. After all, what was the point? New Christians would simply replace them and Killing them even had the effect of creating martyrs and swelling their ranks and resolve. There really wasn't any point to it. The goal of Decius was to have everyone in the empire unified under the pagan gods and loyal only to them and, of course, he, the emperor. And to do that, he had to destroy Christianity without destroying all of the people that believed in it. So it was a tricky proposition. Now, it's said that Decius had a special advisor, similar to Joseph Flavius, the captured Jew soldier who went on to become a writer and chronicler for the Roman Empire over a hundred years earlier. Nobody is really sure, but what we do know is that Decius had a new, brilliant plan, a unique final solution for his Christian problem. We also know that Jews were to be exempt from this new plan. You see, for the last 200 years, they had already been offering sacrifices and prayers to the Roman emperors in their temples. Now, which god they were making these sacrifices and prayers to on behalf of the emperors is for them to explain to you, but it certainly wasn't the father of Jesus Christ, our Christian God. And this might be subject matter for another show, perhaps, but maybe it does give you a hint as to why their Old Testament isn't found in the first Christian Bible of 144 AD. But back to the plan. Decius decreed in September of 249 AD he issued an edict that everybody in the Roman Empire, everybody that is except for Jews of course, must perform an animal sacrifice to prove loyalty to the pagan gods and to the Emperor by a date certain. Now with this new rule the sacrifice had to be witnessed by a Roman magistrate and his assistant following the sacrifice and consuming the dead animal the person was given a certificate a signed and dated sacrifice certificate proving that they had demonstrated their loyalty to the pagan gods and the Emperor these 1800 year old certificates actually still exist today and I'm going to go ahead and read the text from one. Quote To those in charge of the sacrifices of the village Theadelphia from Aurelia Bellius, daughter of Pederus, and her daughter Capinus, we have always been constant in sacrificing to the gods, and now, too, in your presence, in accordance with the regulations, I have poured libations and sacrificed and tasted the offerings. And I ask you to certify this for us below. May you continue to prosper. Then the second person's handwriting says, We, Aurelius Serenus and Aurelius Hermas, saw you sacrificing. And then more official handwriting, I, Hermas, certify. The first year of the emperor Caesar, Gaius, Messius Quintus, Trianus Decius, Pius, Felix, Augustus, Upon in 27. I'm assuming the month and date. So there's your certificate. Now, failure to produce the certificate of sacrifice on demand or by the date certain would result in death, exile, confiscation, or torture. And to make sure he had everybody's rapt attention, Decius kicked things off by beheading Pope Fabian. Now, already we can see the parallels between today and 1800 years ago. Our contention is that Satan and the Jesus killers of today are using an outline of the Decius playbook. Then, as now, multitudes of people went to the magistrates and they purchased fake certificates, or libellatici as they were called then, attesting to their renunciation of Christianity and their embrace of the pagan gods. Around this time, Christians were also removed from the Roman armies, and they were slurred with terms like anti-human. The Decian persecution was the severest trial to which the church up to that time had been subjected, and the loss suffered by the church in consequence of apostasy was almost as damaging as the losses by martyrdom. Now, we here at FBN, we produce these episodes mainly for the consumption and viewing of members of the Marcionite Christian Church, who have already been instructed as to how all of this is likely to play out and what they can do in defense of it. But we do occasionally get a tiny audience of curious outsiders. We don't particularly seek them out. We're not looking to convince them of anything, nor do we ask for donations. The church is on autopilot, and its needs have been met. We're here simply to broadcast the truth as the first Christian Bible of 144 AD tells it. But for these outsiders with questions, I would just say, consider and guide yourself with the knowledge that Satan is here, now, on earth, and is orchestrating this COVID fake plague as a tool to subvert Christianity and punish the faithful these rna bioweapons are the weapon that satan will use to disconnect you from god either by proxy certificates or as we saw 1800 years ago in essentia possibly through the deletion or mutation of vmat2 now this of course assumes that you live long enough after the injection to experience the disconnection when you submit to the injection you're submitting to satan it's very simple any church and any person that instructs you to get the injection is adversus Christus against Christ, and you should shun them. It's likely they're going to be dead by this winter anyway. Now, just look around at the denominations around you, subverted and corrupted, and they're trying to drown you in the Dead Sea. The only advice that they could possibly have is bad. Think about this. Uber will give you a free ride to go get to your meeting with Satan's syringe. Walmart will inject you for free. The government will give you a hundred bucks. And Krispy Kreme will give you free donuts. All if you do the deal. You know what? If you're stupid enough to die for that, were you ever really alive to begin with? You know, there's something free that's actually worth having, and it's called the very first Bible and the Gospel of the Lord. You can download the free ebook at theveryfirstbible.org. The first Christians, the pre-Nicene Christians like the Marcionites, they've forgotten more about persecution than you'll ever know. Maybe you should listen to what they're telling you. It's certainly something to think about as you watch mentally ill and demonically possessed people presented to you on TV as the new normal. I'm Darren Kalama, and we'll see you next time on the First Bible Network.